Christmas Dude, Elvis probably fucking crushed back in the day. Oh, like, yeah. He was like the first musician to be like, dude, I can I can fuck a lot of chicks doing this. Yeah. Like, I can do really, this. could happen. That's probably why he died taking oh. shit. He just had too much. Dude, he was no. getting a blumpkin. A lot of people <laughs> don't know that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which overrated. I'll say that. <laughs> I would never want Why would you want her nose that close to the smell? It would take all the magic away. And then insult to injury, you die that way. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And did he come? Yeah. The worst part is, there's a woman walking around with that story. <laughs> she, she was I there. guarantee she's rolling around, if not dead. <laughs> <laughs> like peanut butter and bacon. Live from the studio. Wow, dude. Elvis, the king of fucking short songs. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a fade out, dude. Not even just like a slow fade. He made his own rules. The, the hiss of the record going around. We got eight, <laughs> seconds, eight seconds of dead noise. <laughs> Come on, Elvis. They were like, we got to make this song at least two minutes. Come on, guys. <laughs> That's how you yeah, we got to hit the algorithm. <laughs> Back in 1962. <laughs> Live from the studio. I'm Jimmy Selesky. Eric Glazer. Oh, On the shit. couch tonight, we got some guests. We got uh, Chris DeBoard. What's up, guys? Pretty funny guy. And Ben Hack. Dude, you can scoot in camera view, dude, oh, wow. if you want. If you want. Oh, if you want. You think I can? You guys. All the way. And, you know, get uh, that laugh bite. finder okay. popping. Oh, yeah. Show that off. Yeah, everybody. Is that coming through? Is that coming <laughs> do you Do you come around here a lot, dude? Like, you kind of live decently far away, don't you? I, I live near uh, Arundel Mills Mall, so, like... Little south of south of here, but I mean, I, I I run around the area just doing all sorts of dumb shit. So yeah, do you do much like? Uh, I mean, how did you meet like Ivan and stuff? So I I met Ivan a couple months ago. I was hosting uh, a thing down in Greenbelt. Um, I think it was through Chris Lawrence Club oh, Comedy. Yeah, yeah. He was doing th- something New Deal Cafe. He was headlining the show, and then we just got to talking afterwards. And then like a minute had gone by, and then like a month before the show, we did a Veterans Day. He was like, "Hey, you doing anything this Friday? No." cool, you're on a show. I'm like, <laughs> all right, let's do this. And yeah, and then that happened. And it was a great time. I mean, love working with the guy. Funny guy. Just good all-around businessman. Good comedian. He was a good guy. Yeah, yeah, dude. You guys were dropping those like veteran jokes. And I was like, ha-ha. Hey, mess hall. Let's do it, dude. Okay. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was weird because half the audience seemed like they were like veterans or new of the military. And then mm-hmm. they're half just like, we just... Can we just hear like some good, tasteful dick jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Bring me into the circle, guys. Come on. <laughs> it was Veterans Day, though. So you true. Had to it's you true. Had to yeah. it's true. I mean, how long? I mean, how long have you been? Are you still active in the military? No, no, no. no. I, I, well, I was, I, I was active till 2013. It was 07 to 2013, and I got out of reserve duty. I did um, reserves until 2016. It's like when you sign a contract, you actually sign it for eight years. So like even if you get off of active duty after four, they can still call your ass back in like the next four when you're like living life, working at a BP, and then all of a sudden you got to fight terrorists. Oh, Jesus and Christ. So I just figured man. let's fucking do this. Eight years, that way you ain't got to call me. I can live my life telling jokes. and. Well, acting. what's the status when you're on reserve? So you go to that once a month, you know, two weeks a year bullshit that everybody talks about. Like you can live your life, but like one weekend a month, you got to go play army and then mm. you know shave and get the haircut and. Yeah. But like, what does it take for you to have to get back? Like, is that some shit really have to go down for them? Be like, yo, you're back on. 
I mean, usually, because, like, they got a whole active duty to, like, go do things that, you know, we did and that kind of stuff. So, like, for reserves to get called in, it's usually, like, a crisis happens. There's the National Guard. A bunch of my guys were in New Jersey National Guard, went down to Puerto Rico when shit hit the fan. So, you know, like, people do that kind of stuff to kind of follow up to to really kind of bring everybody together. But the reserves are just, they're a federal thing. I hate to be, you know, doing the whole political thing. But they, they only get called if, like, something big, like, globally goes down. Like, we don't go down to Puerto Rico. That's the National Guard's for. So yeah, it's weird. It's it's honestly it's fucking boring as shit to explain because I get glass eyed. Yeah, it's interesting. Really? Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. No, dude. It's, I mean, were you doing comedy while you were in the military? Or yeah. Well, just... I wasn't doing on active duty. Like I I was in El Paso, Texas, for a really large chunk of my time, and I didn't know about the stand up scene. Like I wasn't doing jokes and shit. I was fucking around with my friends. But when I got out, my buddy actually invited me to an open mic, um, Fire Station One, Silver Spring. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, back when Kevin Blackerby and DC Comedy were running it. And I went to support, and dude was like, hey, you know, I heard you messed around with Brandon did stand-up. Do you want to come up? And I'm like, yes, yeah. so I wrote down some shitty jokes. I did, like, a shitty five-minute set I put on YouTube, and now I'm a comedian. And <laughs> that's just how all careers start. So, yeah, it was about five, almost five years ago now. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. What was you, so that was your first one. What was, like, your first showcase? My first showcase. Oh, shit. So Dave Schofer or what was it? So I, I mean, I, I did a couple of Dave Schofer Fishhead Cantina shows, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the first time I ever headlined, no shit, was um down in down in Newport News, Virginia. Okay, dope. Uh, it was at Kazi's Comedy Club. They did Sunday Funnies, mm-hmm. and it was like uh, I'd have to say twenty. 14 2015 something like that mm-hmm. and then after that i mean like sporadically when it but it was it was a good time 25 minutes you know at a club you know oh, on yeah. a sunday night like it was just, it was just a fun time you know? that's like um newport news is like right next to virginia beach right that's yeah, like, yeah yeah it's like so the hampton roads have there. you done the um it's like a private or not like a private but just like a local movie theater it's called like the cinema cafe or something Derek brooks run that room yeah, 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 yeah. I, dude, I know that Derek. was fun I dude i've once. heard such good things about his shows fucking so tight um i did a show langley air force base for a uso comedy tryout they did dudes oh. that were trying to do the uso circuit tour mm-hmm. and i tried out for that so it was nice to meet people i met pete buck bauer before we got to la and mm-hmm. really great networking sessions so i mean if you don't make it you make some great contacts and you know pete hooked me up with a couple shows ahead yeah, for sure. so it's just nice to do shit like that you know especially being a veteran you get mm-hmm. on to base it's not an issue like there were dudes that signed up for the festival that ended up not being able to get allowed on post so there was like three dudes that just couldn't do the show because they couldn't get on post because like security wise or like whatever so like imagine like you submitted you paid to get in this festival you travel from montana or some shit and then all of a sudden you can't get on post because uncle sam says you're not cool enough so yeah so but, but yeah, I mean, Baltimore Comedy Festival free submissions though. Let me just put that out. <laughs> <laughs> nice plug. Nice plug. <laughs> Solid plug. I mean, do you do a lot of like, or do you do mostly showcases? Or do you open mic? Like, where do you? Are you more in like the DC scene? I guess or I did a lot more DC scene before I moved up here in 2015. Okay. Um, so I lived in Gaithersburg for a minute. Um, hey, that's where Logic's from, dude. Yeah. So Dang. it was just it was nice to you know live down there and you know run the DC Montgomery County scene because there's a mm-hmm. lot of shit popping down there. But coming back up here, it's like learning. You know, the Baltimore scene. And uh, I've been doing a lot of less comedy, more acting and, you know, traveling and improv and that kind of stuff. I do a murder mystery theater for uh, Murder Mystery Company of Baltimore. Okay, cool. Is that like your full-time gig, like touring comedian acting and stuff like that or you have something else that you do as well way more acting the, com- the comedy yeah. thing is like a super just like when it fits the schedule just because acting pays the bills but <laughs> yeah. but that's like your job is acting yeah, yeah no no i mean that's that's like on my w2 is actor, dude that's fucking so, yeah. wild
world. Dude, it sounds amazing. It's not that glorious. It's a like, lot of the, casting calls. It's and, super yeah. I, I go to New York like at least three times a month. Just nice. like either go to auditions, get gigs, because like you you saturate this area with you know, there's only so much work. And I mean, Richmond's got some stuff popping off, but uh, Homeland—you know the TV show Homeland uh, yeah, on Showtime? Yeah, yeah. They're shooting down in Richmond right now. Oh, you know what the problem is, though, most of the st- unless you can unless you have an agent, like a good agent, you're not getting any of the speaking roles, which is where the money's at. So what do you got? Background extra. Background extra only pays sixty-four dollars for eight hours of work Wait, are before you for sure? taxes. How does that even fly? Like, isn't that below minimum wage? That's it's like- non-union. Oh, it's not yeah. union. So the Crazy. union, the union stuff is on par, and I mean everything yeah. is you know kosher. And, you and that's most of the speaking roles are union. All speaking roles are union. All speaking roles for union, I believe, start at like nine sixty eight over eight. So it's well, like, yeah, that's like SAG. Yeah. Like you have base to be, rate. So you, I'm SAG eligible. You said nine sixty eight. Oh, yeah, you get money if you get. Speaking uh, so yeah. you've done like more than a couple SAG stuff this year. That's dope. Well, I was I, I was a Secret Service for Joel Kinnaman's character on House of Cards for two years. Nice. Um, and I got oh, SAG eligible through that. Oh, did Kevin Spacey try to touch you? No, but we had some, <laughs> some weird-ass conversations with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah. dude, like, Can I touch you? <laughs> he's, just, he's a weird fucking cat. He there seems no like a weird cat, cat dude. Other, like, he came out and said, we're gay. I'm like, oh, we know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Oh, no, we were God. mad about like the kid thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but not I mean like super amounts of people are fucked because the house of cards hasn't been shooting for like yeah. almost two well, months now what i heard was they got paid like two weeks and they're about to start picking up shooting again yeah the the, produ- the production company like M- mrc or whatever is, mm-hmm. is, is is talking about starting next week are they doing it without him yeah no he, yeah. he actually owned a portion of the franchise so they either had to buy him out or he had to opt out because they fired him from the show like to be on the show mm. but as far as owning the franchise like he had he had a uh, you know part of that stake wow. he Don't probably you just, just like he probably just gave it up he probably can't take you got to save face at one point yeah. man yeah he's Don't fine you, how he's going to be fine <laughs> he's going to be fine but yeah. the show i feel like that's where you just pull the plug on the show like how do you continue when the main character they yeah, were already in their try. final season Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, yeah. It was season, the last season. Yes, this yeah. is already so they got lucky, I guess, because this was like season two, and like Bo Wilmont already had like these six seasons written out. It's like, well, shit. Now we got to find a new president. Like, I wonder what they're gonna fucking. Oh, is he the president in the show? I've watched like I think four like episodes. His wife's of it. the president now. now right? well, spoiler There's alert: His wife is now the president. Great, but he was the president for like the past two seasons. Damn. Uh, yeah. And oh, then each shit. season, you saw like a dr- dr- dramatic change of like how he moves to the next level. And it got kind of stagnant for a little bit. That's why they had like the presidential election thing going mm-hmm. on. That's thank God Joel's character came in and I had a job for two years. I'm very interested okay. to see how they're going to like. What are they just going to kill him off or something? Like just have a like. He how was do you actually do that? at like a super like low point at the end of last season. So maybe they'll write him off in like a way like he really just fell off of the line. And now his you know Robin Wright's character uh, gets main you know Claire Underwood. So you're telling me if I turn on House of Cards, I will see you in an episode. I'm, I got three good shots in in a uh, uh, season four, and then season five I've got like one. So I'm, I'm I share camera with uh, with Joel like twice, which is cool. Okay. Um, and Damn. then yeah, like two science, two scenes I'm in the background. You can see me pretty pretty physically. But you have like an agent and everything. So like, or do you have an agent or you just mm-hmm. no? I've got one in Philadelphia. Uh, fantastic Plaza Talent, uh, Plaza Seven Talent. They're outstanding. I'm I'm in talks with one in L.A. and New York right now, and then a manager out in L.A. I saw yeah. some stuff. I, I googled your name, and I wasn't sure. Like, oh, what? Shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I tried it. Did I went for it? <laughs> but like, do you got? Are you in like any like short films and stuff like that as well, or are you just mainly like those kind of roles? No, no, no. Uh, so I did a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. 
uh, last oh, year. Yeah. It's oh, called yeah, Donut dude. Boot Who's Camp. There? Uh, <laughs> 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 we we the hot takes on Vimeo, so you can search Donut Boot Camp, and you'll see me. I'm a donut drill sergeant, oh, yeah. <laughs> putting these donuts into shape to be Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> uh, I did a uh, actually no today uh, Amazon Video on the the app Amazon Prime Video um, TV show called Ritual. It's a documentary. Uh, I s- d- uh, do a Washington Redskins super fan piece. Ooh. So like Mark Kirk Cousins is on that. Uh, the Smith brothers from the Dallas Cowboys are on that. Um, I did a, like a watch documentary. I did I shot my own documentary this summer, um, three part on YouTube. So I mean it's it's but it's tiered, man. Like you got to get into this oh, know, yeah. level. Like you can't like especially with music, you can't just jump in and fucking book a record deal like all this bullshit. Like you yep. have yeah, to yeah. actually you know work for it. a lot of guys. They they think they just they do one um, you know ID channel thing because ID shoots a lot of stuff around here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they do one ID channel show and they'll get on Facebook and like catch me on set, guys. Like what the <laughs> yeah. fuck are you? made $75 yeah. today. Like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. We saw the back of your head for yeah. a second and a half. Like, so, and I mean, it, I, we, we got a lot of friends. I know me and Eric share a couple people in the same circles that do that shit. And it's just, it's annoying because you know what they're doing. You know, as an actor, as an entertainer, what the what they're yeah. doing. But as like the other, oh, this person was on the ID channel. Yeah. This person was on House of Cards. Like they, they saw their hand. Like, I mean, like come on. So I mean, is acting like uh, acting is what pays the bills? But is comedy what you really want to do? Or are you? What do you? Like? I'd love to jump on a sitcom. I mean, my my, my goal, uh, just my 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 fi- my five year goal is to be a regular on a sitcom. Um, so I mean, I think just I'm, I'm moving out to L.A. Hopefully not uh, next year, but the year after. Is that um, where the sitcom game is? That's where the entertainment game is. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I thought about moving to New stuff. York, mm-hmm. but versus what like what you pay for rent and you know, like you know cost of living and stuff, like you could get way more out in L.A. versus New York, and yep. it's a little bit less saturated mm-hmm. because you, it's so more spread out. We went to New York for like a boys' trip like two weekends ago, right? And our friend paid for the hotel with like travel points and shit. Like it was very easy to get up there. Nothing, but I spent like probably. 200 300 dollars yeah, like two or three days yeah yeah it's ridiculous and it was probably on shit that you would just regular buy like oh, it wasn't yeah. like just yep. i'm going to the strip club and dropping five no yeah we just like went to bars and yep. yeah it's dumb a solid yeah uh, mostly shit i would regularly buy except for the coke i wouldn't regularly buy coke but i think that was i think that was the going <laughs> rate <laughs> <laughs> you gotta live a little in the city yeah dude mm-hmm. i don't know what hit me i was like gotta do this now <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah. Plus, it's just I mean, I like people, but I don't like to be like stepped on. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. think like with New York having like what eleven million people or some shit like yeah. that. I mean, I just think it's way too many. Well, the classic mantra is they say that like New York is big for TV and LA is big for movies, but I don't guess that that's the case anymore. New York's huge for theater and comedy. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. I mean, just the performing arts is huge in New York. They do shoot a lot of TV shows up in, in New York City, and they still shoot a lot of stuff. But dude, Atlanta. Is really? exploding yeah. right now. Yeah. The Tyler Perry owns all of Black Atlanta. Like I mean, as far as the movies go, which and, is like, the most of Atlanta, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. But um, Marvel's got a controlling interest down there. They're shooting. They shot all the Guardians of Galaxy down there. Yeah, they, they shot, shot all, all the Avengers, Infinity Wars. Yeah. Walking um, Dead's down there too. I think. Yep, Walking really? Dead's been down yeah. there for Steve, the, uh, Steve yeah. Harvey. Yep, Steve, Steve Harvey owns down a good there, bit of it. Family Feud is always has that Georgia uh, Peach. Oh yeah. What else? That Passengers movie. Chris Chris uh, Pratt and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Wait, that was shot in Atlanta. Yep. Yep. 
I'm like telling that, you, man, maybe. it's it's ridiculous. But they they well, they give the city or the state great tax breaks for those mm-hmm. companies, yeah. so they just like screw it. And like Logan, they shot New Orleans, Atlanta, L.A. That's it. Fuck yeah, wow. yeah. New Orleans so, is a big one too. Yeah, New Orleans mm-hmm. is popping up for a lot of stuff. Uh, that uh, 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 Deepwater Horizon. Mark Wahlberg movie about the oil rig, almost all of it in New Orleans. So, how long has that been the case with Atlanta? How long have they been popping off? Three about last three years has been super mm-hmm. solid. I mean, The Walking yeah. Dead's been there way longer. Yeah, but they, they were like the only one for a while. Right, and then uh, Vampire Diaries, they were out of there, and then out of Charlotte too. Jesus. So, I mean, the South is really a great you know mogul. And then Miami is one of the capitals for modeling. You know, a lot of people. Oh yeah, I'm so, assuming yeah, so. Yeah, but. Um, yeah. Texas is getting really big right now. Uh, Austin and San Antonio are, are, are popping up for print marketing and commercials. So, do you see is 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 this area kind of uh, improving or or? I would probably call DC like a, a a tertiary, like a third level market. Okay, it's not like bare bones, but it's not Chicago. Hmm. Um, but so Baltimore is probably like a. What's the Fourth what's below quaternary? Probably 99th. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore is really great for student film and for uh, for for independent arts because you've got Stevenson, you've got Micah, yeah. you've got Towson. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got you know some great institutions that these people are just trying to crank out a lot of productions. And I mean, yeah. the, the city is is still pretty nice to be able to work mm-hmm. with some producers and, and that that like. There are some good districts around there. Absolutely. So I mean, just having that opportunity to have a great cityscape. But still, you know, a government that works for you to get permits and that kind of stuff. Because permits will shut a film down, man. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So Jeez. quick. So, but yeah. But yeah, that's the life. I mean, it, it pays the bills. I don't drive a Mercedes. I don't live in a mansion. I mean, it pays the mortgage. I mean, I can do fun shit during the week. I mean, I kind of work my own hours. And do you still get paid by the Army? I guess when you're in the reserves, they still pay you? or You go, you pay when you, get sh- when you show up. So, I mean, you do okay. the two days. You get paid for two days out of the month, which is nice. But at the same time, it's... You know, it's whatever. I get um, I was uh, service connected, disabled from the army when I got out, so I get disability every month through that. And plus, I'm actually going to school for a master's. Um, in what? So, uh, business administration. So I've got a bachelor's in criminal justice, and I get my master's in business. And what's the game plan with that? Uh, take all the money that the army can give me until <laughs> there's no more left. So the army actually Smart. pays my mortgage and gives me a stipend each month to go to school. But this business administration and criminal justice, is that somehow linked to the acting thing, or is that a completely different line of thing that you're doing? Completely. I got, I got a couple irons in the fire with some, some big things coming up for, for January 2018 as far as business-wise and entrepreneurship. So I've been working my own side game for the past year and a half on some side hustles and stuff. I actually bought a, a Nissan Skyline cash money from Japan. It'll be here in a couple Ooh. weeks. Ooh. Um, and that was just straight off of side hustle stuff. Damn, <laughs> so, yeah, so... Uh, you really got to know what you're doing. You have to work super hard. What's I mean, the What's the significance of this? Because I remember people always being like, "Oh, the skyline. You can't get that in America." Like, what Walker. is it? You what's, can't, man. What What is it about the skyline that makes Paul Walker, it? Walker, baby. So the skyline is Nissan's flagship car. Like that is. It's like it's like the the, uh, the Acura NSX, a Honda NSX. Okay. It's like the uh, you know I've got one of these a Mazda RX-7. Uh, the Toyota Supra, like these big, powerful cars that in the '90s, you know, when when you know. Um, any kind of foreign automaker was really kind of pushed for supremacy because 80s, late 70s, 80s, there was nothing cool coming out because of the, all the EPA regulations, like everything, even America was shitting <coughs> just 
terrible cars. And then the 90s come out, and then you got the SN95 Cobra with the 5-liter freaking V8. And then you got the Camaro coming in the third generation with 5.7-liter V8, and he's just killing it. Jeez. Then you got Toyota, Acura, or a Honda Acura, Mazda, and Nissan with nothing. And Nissan only had the 240SX, which was a you know 2.4-liter freaking coupe. But in Japan, the skyline is... All-wheel drive, five-speed manual, 2.6-liter inline-six with twin turbos. And that thing dominated time attack, you know, war, uh, you know, any kind of, it was in rally for a little bit, drag racing. I mean, it killed in Japan and Europe just because it was the only two markets it was offered in. Jeez. Holy wow. shit, dude. Do you have to get, like, the steering wheel put on the other side or some shit? So no? one of the nice things is uh, once it becomes 25 years old outside of the United States, it's EPA-exempt. And it's National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration exempt, so it's fed legal. So you just ship it in, you go to DMV, you give them all the paperwork, and then you're like, hey, here's tax. So what year is this, the Skyline that you have? 1990 is the one I bought. Oh, dude. I bought a 91. It got wrecked in transport before I even got to drive it. Damn. And I had to go through insurance, insurance, and then I was like, okay, cool. I I, I made out insurance what I paid, and, you know, they compensate me for all the damages and shit. So I'm like, I'll just... Let's put a couple more grand in and get a fucking GTR. So that's kind of because when uh, I yeah. think of you, it's interesting you say the '90s were when these. Because when I think about car, I don't know shit about cars. Like you listed like all the specs of your car, and I was just like, <laughs> "Damn, that sounds fucking sick." <laughs> <laughs> like just the way you said, it, I was like, "In line, twelve <laughs> shit, yeah. 2.6. how many liters? Oh <laughs> Two point six. You said, well, damn. That, I've already, I still have a race car already on top of that, but I wanted damn, a car yeah, I can dude. drive. I've got a 1993 Mazda RX-7." But it's caged, stripped. It's it's for pro am drifting to get Whoa. my pro license for drifting. You but fucking it, drift, dude. I've never met a person who drifts. How many irons you got in this one? But yeah, it's, it's got a six liter V eight out of a Chevy work van that we threw on Corvette heads and a big cam. And Holy it's, shit! It's at the dyno right now in Millersville at Kinetic Auto Works, and we're hoping for like four four thirty horsepower to the wheels. Um, I got a couple of, and I got a Harley and that we fuck with that and I ride during the summer and You're a fucking got a big work truck. Ass, yeah, I'm, I try to be a man's man. Like yeah. I, I feel the man's man is a You're dying doing it art. Well. Phil, yeah, dude. yeah. <laughs> I, I try to <laughs> preach it because I want to be able to show like guys it's you can fucking do it. Like pick up it. a hammer, beat some shit, you know, <laughs> and then build Go it. Go buy you know? three race cars. <laughs> <laughs> do this cage. The race, the race car life will make you poorer than any hobby. Sounds like it. But yeah, at dude. the same time, the but then the you have that money sitting there. At least yeah. to be it's equity, it, exactly. Yeah. No, and then that, that's what I saw it as because it was the move. None of that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have an Oldsmobile Aurora. Car. <laughs> I got no money and no equity. <laughs> I, I mean, the one nice thing is like when you're in the military, you usually because I did two tours to Iraq. I mean, when you're on those tours, it's tax-free money. You get mm. combat pay. I mean, shit's butter. Like, you don't pay for nothing. Yeah, exactly. These dudes are banking. They're coming back. They're buying BMWs. They're buying rims. They're buying unnecessary shit, and it's either getting repoed or pond or all this kind of shit when they get back because they're not good with money and I mean I I fucked around I did some dumb shit and I bought some dumb stuff but I bought my Harley cash on deployment no car payment no I mean I I use that to like okay I don't have a $550 BMW payment when I get back just to push a 7 series for three months yeah you know I mean I was I was young I made a lot more dumb life decisions other than money but at the same time I mean you gotta you gotta see long game and I was trying to do the best I could with that while still you know, getting drunk, fucking around, and, and having a good time. Yeah, obviously, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I think of the '90s, I think of like because when I think you you mentioned like '70s and '80s, everything was boring coming up. When I think of like the classic looking cars, I feel like the '90s. Like I'm 
going based off of body style. Yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. I know about a car. I feel like the nineties was kind of boring when it came to body style. I feel like it was they were like attempting and I'm just talking about like, I'm not talking about like the race car cars. I'm talking about like just your average like Honda Civic. I feel like they got like real boxy and like they you know, they were trying to look um, have too you ever modern. seen a Geo Metro? <laughs> Well, the, well, the, the uh, 90s were nice because they were rejuvenating. Like, because, I mean, in the 70s and 80s, I mean, everything was super terrible. I mean, like... Body-wise or performance-wise? Everything. I mean, it was just like, it was like garbage. Like, it, a night, like I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, like a Chrysler LeBaron from 1984 or 1987. You know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't like scream America or performance yeah. to me. It just looks like poop. But American yeah. cars, I feel like suck right now, don't they? Right now, they're getting better, but they're becoming very, you know, electronic base. And GM has already talked Ooh. about, you know, eliminating the <laughs> you know, internal combustion engine in the next seven or 10 years. Ugh, Ford for staying, yeah, Ford's saying the same thing. Actually, uh, Chrysler had to get bought by Fiat. Uh, when the whole uh, bailout thing happened because they had no money. Like, they owed more money than they were worth times, I think, 1.7. Jesus. Yeah, so Fiat from Italy had to buy them. That's why you see all these Fiats running around because their own... Chrysler's so owned does that mean Fiat. Jeep is Jeep separate from Chrysler? Or? Jeep is part of Chrysler. No, it's so different. Fiat owns Jeep now. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, not even Jeeps American are Italians car. Italians now. Jeeps oh. are Italians now. Yeah, it's Jeep. Jeep. You can off road tires and a pizza. Like it's just, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, <laughs> Sounds but, good. But yeah, but no, I mean it's it's weird. But no, I mean the uh, the the Corvette ZR1 is is stupid awesome. It's six hundred and Forty uh, horsepower. It's supercharged. A six point two liter V eight. It's a seven speed manual transmission. See, dude, I look at the Corvettes and Camaros now, and I feel like I liked the body style more in the seventies and eighties, dude. Oh, there, well, there's no way to compare from the seventies yeah. Corvette or the uh, Camaros. I mean, especially from sixty seven to uh, seventy was the best body style of the Camaro ever when it oh, first yeah. came. I mean, just gorgeous, sleek, yeah. fucking exactly. But you can't beat late from sixty four to seventy one muscle car styling there's no way i mean looking at the japanese cars at that same time you can super appreciate them but the problem is you only had like 2.2 liter 2.0 liter straight sixes or straight fours with no you know forced induction like no turbos no superchargers what so does the liters slow. mean I, I i must know at this point what so, does that mean so liters are based off of uh combustion and you know stroke so each chamber has like its own size. So like from when the piston goes to the bottom of the stroke to the top of the stroke, that is calculated and then multiplied by however many cylinders it has. So, Okay, uh, so if it's an inline six, 2.6 liters, that means that each, uh, each cylinder has, I don't know, something like 0.6 liter. Something Give or like. take. I mean, the easiest way is like the six liter, the six liter V8s. Uh, so it's a half, so it's 3.0. So like each cylinder is what, 1.5 at that point or something like that, or, or 0.75. So almost a liter per cylinder at that point of stroke. Wow. So you would think of, you know, sodas, or a lot of people use sodas to, you know, differentiate things. There's some, um, like diesels out there are like four liter, four cylinders. Like those box trucks, like the Isuzu NPRs, they're like yeah. four liter four cylinders. I mean, they're super big, but they got big turbos and they're diesels, and they run a whole different game. So, wow. yeah, it's 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 crazy. It takes a lot of time. My dad actually owns a shop in Rockville. Uh, okay, since ninety one. Rockville's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I'm 
you know, working with him, and like that's like where I grew up was the shop. So I mean, that's only reason I know as much as I know. So do you make money racing as well? No, no, I lose tons of money. Racing. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's uh, it's it's more for fun. I mean, it, I have a couple sponsors which are cool. They help for buying parts oh, wow. and you know some certain things, which is nice. But there's yeah, absolutely dude. no money on mine that I'm making. Even the guys that are racing at the pro level, like Formula Drift. They make a, a couple of bucks a year, but just so did like, you get your license for drifting? Am drifting? No, no, no. I, I just do the pro am circuit, which is uh, we're all competing. We have to be able to meet uh, like a technical specification. The cars have to meet like a certain requirement. Mm-hmm. But really, as long as you're able to have the car, anyone can drive in that circuit. Um, there's a guy wow. overdoing in the Irish Drift Championship right now, waiting for his license. He's 16. Oh and he's God. freaking sh- sh- slugging an M3 around with a big Chevy V8 in it. So. Anybody can do it, but it definitely, I mean, there's a guy with a R34 Skyline in, in Britain. He's got no arms, and he's, do, and he's pro, racing for his pro license. In drifting? He's killing. Yeah, he's Jesus. killing. He is killing. Yeah, he's got to refill the power got, steering every time. Really. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a guy. His name's Chair Slayer, Robert Parsons. He's out of, I think, either California or Nirvana. No legs. <laughs> in a, for real? In a wheelchair. He Are you for real? Everything That's why his name's Chair Slayer, dude. Yeah. Oh, my so God. So, dude rolls around in a wheelchair at the events, and then he gets in, he gets strapped in, but everything is hand-controlled, and then he has, he like, He gets an, lowered in, like, a yeah. gun. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Did you say a Gundam? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I fucking hated that show, but I love that joke. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he, but no, it's, it's it's super fucking weird when you hear about it. But like, if you watch like go like Google Chair Slayer or YouTube him, and it's just his he's he's a fucking incredible driver. Like he's 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 doing the same thing I'm doing, getting his pro, like trying to get his pro license. But he has Hoonigan is one of his sponsors, okay, and they're shit. a huge place out of California. So I mean, Jeez. like he he is a huge following because i mean like he represents a community that's super you know unrecognized so mm-hmm. being able to be you know physically disabled and still perform with all of his buddies i mean he's he's, he's an outstanding individual jeez dude yeah so it just it brings a perspective you know like yeah, kids yeah. can do it disabled people can do it it doesn't matter like what you have like as long as you have a passion for racing and a couple of dollars i mean you can jump in a car i mean you could take dude, almost any dude. car and have fun out there I can't take my car, dude. I gotta. <laughs> it. Well, and we'll be out got this my Sunday. spare tire on we'll there. We'll be out there in Summit Point, West Virginia. Um, we'll be out. There's an event, Summit Point, West Virginia, this Sunday. 100 Drifters of December. So over 100 drivers from the East Coast Holy are going to show up to Summit Point, West Virginia. Seven tracks. I think it's like 10 bucks to get in. But as long as you got a helmet, you can ride along with anybody on the track. Yo. Um, yo. Real? If you guys show skateboard up, you get a ride. helmet. Yeah. Or like <laughs> I got a skateboard helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. If you guys show up to the event on Sunday, just come by my trailer. You know, pop in the car and we'll take a lap. So. Yo, yeah. <laughs> yo, that would be so sick. Yeah. Oh my god! So. What dude. other cool shit do you do? Yeah, for real. What? Yeah, it's like I build boats. Actually, I scrap boats. I just really? fuck them up. Yeah, <laughs> I can look at a boat and I beat its ass. <laughs> fuck that boat. Uh, I don't like boats. Like there's that. a lot of guys in my area that they, uh, especially like in middle, like I'm. But Pasadena, Glen Burnie, mm-hmm. there a lot of boaters are out there. But like junk boats that people don't want to like. I go to people's houses and I take their boats and trailers, and then I go to the dump and I hack them up and like the people rip the boats off and then I fix the trailers up and sell them. They're like, what the fuck oh. happened to my boat? Dude? <laughs> 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 Look at my boat go. I don't steal that's, people's shit. Okay, let's you put them up on very... cinder blocks or? It's <laughs> <laughs> like genius. But but again, it's a lot of fucking work. And I mean, you know, work versus money. I mean, this is again one of my small side things. So mm-hmm. if I have an off day, I'd be like, I'll look on my you know forums that I go on and be like, 
you know, hey, this boat. So, I mean, like, I'll strip all the good shit off of it, you know, what I can sell, what I can junk, and then go and to the spray dump. Spray paint the trailer. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> they'll rip the that. boat off. <laughs> is it just like a Brand bunch of, like, trailer. steel and copper? Or? I mean, it's, it's it's a mix of it, but, I mean, there's also, you know, like, like, the computer hardware. Yeah, yeah, the wiring and that kind of shit. So, I mean, but, again, you have to know what you're looking for. You can't just jump into it just because you see a boat. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. But, no, it's a lot of fucking work. Keeps me in shape. Um, doesn't give me a reason to get a gym membership, which is nice. Dude, so. oh, yeah. I would hate having a gym membership. Where did you go to high school? St. John's College High School down in uh, Washington D.C. Yeah, so I lived in I lived in Rockville almost all of my you know childhood life. We moved around a couple of times, but it was mainly in Montgomery County, Rockville. But no, I took the metro every day for like three years. I got my license and then drove down there from Rockville every day. And what wow. pushed you to go to the military? Like, why was that your move? Uh, I mean, I did JROTC when I was down there, which was all four years, which was fun. But I actually got a full ride to Maryland um, for mechanical engineering. I was going to be an auto designer. I was going to go design cars and shit. Um, and then I did the wonderful thing of partying my ass off and hey. lost my scholarship and got politely asked to leave the school. Um, I had a point two five cumulative <laughs> GPA for my it. first year. So. <laughs> Not out of the park. Uh, and the, the only class I passed was engineering, which was really fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, he seems yeah, smart. Guys, like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> he does have a point two five, guys. Can we think about yeah. this a little bit? I was fully employed at Applebee's my second semester of my freshman year. That's like so. the average GPA at Applebee's, I assume. <laughs> 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 you were like the valedictorian at Applebee's. Exactly. Like, oh, ask Chris. They're on. Like, High school, yeah, though. The, the <laughs> Apple buddy of the year. I guess. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I saw I was living with my parents for a couple months working at a warehouse. Just And then my buddy was in the Air Force. was like, so, you know, hey, Air Force is awesome. I drive this fun car. I travel the world. Blah, blah. I'm like, yo, let's do the Air Force. Couldn't get in the Air Force because uh, of some stuff that I did when I was a kid. But um, and the army was like, "Hey, we're hiring." And I'm like, "Y'all are paying how much?" I'm like, "Sign me up." So, Jeez, yeah. paid back my forfeited scholarship with my sign-on bonus. And November seventh, two thousand seven, I showed up at Fort Knox, Kentucky, for eight and a half years of fucking fun. <laughs> it was fun. That was fun. It was. So yeah. why why'd they ship you down there? There wasn't any. I I I'm trained to be a cavalry scout. Uh, okay. Reconnaissance, demolition, close. What's the cavalry down. now? Because I know they used to be horses. We got some badass trucks now. I'm oh, telling you, they're called Matt V's. They're like uh, they're like super duties on steroids. So What's a super duty Ford know. super duty pickup trucks, like oh, the big God. heavy duty yeah, eight point yeah. nine liters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So these things have got like forty two inch tires, and they'll go over anything, and they're obviously all bulletproof. But some of them, so I was what's called a crow gunner. It's a crew. It's a crew remote operated weapon. So I sat in the back seat. And had a big TV screen with a joystick, and essentially oh gunned God, him dude. to the shit out of this truck. Oh my God. You were playing like dude. fucking Call of Duty. Yeah. On the I just got the new Call you of got Duty. Got like the fucking kill streak. You were just the kill streak, dude. Well, the problem is if you get a kill streak, you usually go for war crimes. So I mean, like I, I prefer, yeah, no. But uh, it was like this. So we had a machine gun up there, and like I did the but that was my first tour. And then second tour, I did ops and you know uh, base operations because we were working at the main post for like the redeployment. We were in Iraq when like President Obama was like. We got to get the fuck out. Wait, man. you say you get a war crime for being on a kill streak? And you kill a bunch of people. <laughs> yes, Jimmy, you go was, to jail. <laughs> that was the whole fucking point. Yeah. No, I just meant like in Call of Duty when you get a kill streak and you open up like a laptop. I thought that was the fucking point. Yeah, I'm not calling in predator missiles, Erica. 
Oh, but oh, the I got thing four. Is, we can use the helicopter now. We had a predator on station on one of our raids, and that was probably the coolest fucking thing we ever did. So we yeah. were chasing this dude who blew up a convoy, and he started ru- fucking running through this field. So we're using our night vision, and we're lazing him, and then we see the predator flashing him with the IR strobe, and we're like, we got predator on station. Hell yeah. files are ready. So this dude's trying to fucking light this dude up with a missile, like fucking full-on Call of Duty style. Damn, dude. And we're trying to... But the thing is, we couldn't find him. So like, we, f- we find this house in the middle of the field. Like, he's got to be in the fucking house, right? So we go and we, we kick down the fucking door and there's like this little like, old ass family in there and I got to search this dude and like credit card swipe him and it's just fucking, it's just, it's got all, I had no gloves on. I just, my fucking hands were just, just death. But we found two AKs, a whole bunch of clips and um, three bags of what we knew was HME, homemade explosive, kind of like C4 you can make in your garage. Okay, yeah. And it equated about 26 pounds of C4. Holy so shit. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what it's C4 like old, can do. Oh, like a little grain of it can blow out a window, right? Yeah, exactly. So 26 pounds of C4 will level, uh, you know, a, a couple story apartment building. Yeah. Oh so, my God. and we tried to like circle all this shit up. Like we kicked in, we, we searched the rest, boom, we, we zip tied him, put him on, because there was only one male. We knew it wasn't the guy because he was there, but. This dude pretty much was the it's like you know yeah. in tribal structure the, the, the man is yeah, yeah. you know so like all right cool we're getting ready to haul this, haul this guy in take him down boom boom Iraqi army comes in starts sprecking the dick at us just fucking <laughs> just telling us that we're assholes make us release the guy and give him back his fucking explosives what holy what? shit they claimed that it was window repair material oh, like you dude. could like putty your house with it and like insulate your windows oh my god and we're like. Come on, bro. I thought they aren't. Are they not the allies? Is the Iraqi army? They're not working with you. We were supposed to be working with them, but we say we violated because it wasn't a sanctioned search. We were oh, saying no, they because we were looking books. for the guy and not. We weren't here to search this person's house, just like in the cop world. Like you yeah, can't do yeah. that shit. So. It's, it was unfortunate, but you know, hey, we got to give the shit back. We were heated, like that fucking yeah, pissed us off. Like, it, sure. it blew a it blew a truck up, and it was one of the engineer units, two dudes, had to go get uh, airlifted back for like leg wounds. So I mean, like you, you fuck some people up, and like we find some shit we know is C four, and we can't let us take us, and we got to knowingly let this C four back into the world, and then yeah. just try and like act like this shit didn't happen. You guys keep you know? tabs on that at all, or no? Yeah, 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 and I mean, we got guys that do things, and you okay, know, military does stuff. Yeah, but I mean, a predator missile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine, we'll just fucking. <laughs> Strike him, whatever, dude. We tried to play your game, Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. Tactical news, dude. <laughs> Wipe him out, fucker. But yeah, but uh, but like uh, if Jimmy, yeah, it was fun. I was, I mean, it was hard as shit sometimes, but it was. I wouldn't regret it. I wouldn't. Take well, it when was the last time you were there? How many? Like, how long you been back? Uh, from Iraq. Yeah, I was there. Uh, la- I got out December tenth, two thousand eleven. Was all my last day there. And how was the like? What what was the state of everything when you were? Yeah, when how you was left? the food? <laughs> food is bomb as fuck. <laughs> food is bomb as fuck. So we actually lived with the Iraqis on our first tour. We lived on a, we had our own compound inside of one of their compounds, and uh, and we got to go to their little cafe shit and like. Uh, I tell you, dude, the the like the the food they have, it's all like they find the goat, kill it, and then bring it in, and oh, you eat that yeah. goat. Damn. 
And it, dude, is it, it all the way they cook food? If they could fight wars like they cook food, we would never have had to have been there. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, yeah they're was, slow roasting that war, though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> whoa, 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 slow roasting is good. <laughs> Fall. But uh, but yeah, no, and like on on base was really cool because they just like just trucked everything, and like we had lobster like three times a week. Holy shit, um, nice. We had steak every other night. Like I had quesadillas, and like I, it was unlimited. Like we would just show up and just like boom boom and just like load our fucking plate up and like Fuck they yeah. shipped in a lot of food which was cool like we had a px so like dudes could get their marlboros and you know beef jerky and like the good shit but uh but yeah it was still i mean still fucking iraq and it was 137 in august when we were over there Jesus Christ. he got you subliminally dude like i was thinking the same thing he was like yeah we got marlboro slick <laughs> i could go for a marlboro <laughs> <laughs> Slick. But, yeah. but, but yeah, man, like and you have to be like all geared up in that shit too, right? You gotta have like fucking all your fucking shoulder pads. I don't know what they're called. But I'm listening to the NFL. Eric. <laughs> Eric's gonna be out there in like a ladies' cloud. <laughs> 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 it's like a really shit. long football uniform, just <laughs> <laughs> like going down to my knees. Three <laughs> point like stance my boyfriend's I uniform. <laughs> <laughs> you can rip the pants off. If you want. <laughs> I got these combat tearaways. <laughs> 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 and coming up for the Lakers, Eric Glazer in his combat tearaways. The CBC is on the boards tonight. We're going to go for some points. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, no, nah, I mean, you got your, your uniform, which is, you know, like jacket and pants, but mm. then, like, you got what's called your IOTV, your uh, individual. She's something tactical vex. I can't remember. But uh, I mean, that's like with plates. I mean, that was like in the 50 pound range. Jesus. Um, and then you got a backpack yeah, and then you got a helmet. And so you when you're there, like on any given day, are you guys are you guys like on a mission every day or is it just like most days you're chilling and then it's like we got to do something? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's exactly what it is. I mean, like you're on a rotation usually. Like we were a combat unit. So we did patrols every once in a while. But our main mission was actually to train um, TSU, the, the, the tactical security unit for uh, Nazaria City. So we train them how to like breach doors, how to like perform close quarter combat, to like search rooms, how to do detainee ops and like search people, which was super cool to teach these guys because these we these were the good guys. Mm. Like these were the dudes that like would rat their friends out for being bad guys and they would go fucking arrest their neighbor and like yeah, shit yeah. like that. So I mean we knew they were the good guys. Don't well, well, forget though, snitches do get stitches. So they, well, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. bullets. Yeah. <laughs> so watch out out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, how does how do so like they're the good guys. Do they want you guys there? Like how what's the what's the sentiment there? It, it was it was fifty fifty with those guys because like we were pretty much telling people like you suck at your job, this is how you do it better, and we don't speak your language and we have to use an interpreter to talk with you. So that's like language it's, sucks. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was hoping that's how you all start of them, a good like, relationship. Just really broken English. <laughs> <laughs> we had this one dude and I know you it's not politically correct. We called him we called him Faglowski. <laughs> that's a good name. And he had the thing is he spoke shitty broken English. He was like, Motherfuck you, why? <laughs> <laughs> And then why you fuck bitch? Good and question. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you you fuck mother. And it's like and like it was great. And we like and we tased him a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this, Faglaus. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and he's he just messing it up. Taste me, yes. No, taste me, yes. <laughs> and the best, he would call himself Faglowski. Like, like, like me, Faglowski. You motherfucker. Like, it was, just, <laughs> it was, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. He, he was actually a lieutenant in the Iraqi army. And <laughs> Lieutenant Bag Lowski. Yeah. <laughs> and the best part is that like. That sounds like someone's gamer tag. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, now we know if anybody pops up with it, it was because you said it. That's how you usually get a co-sign. <laughs> but so we were really cool with the major of the compound, and he would always like pull Lieutenant Faglowski into the room with us so we could fuck with him. Like he'd like call him in on some orders, like 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 blah blah blah. Like he would call him in, and then we would like fucking like kick him in the dick or something. I don't know. <laughs> He's like the fucking president. <laughs> oh no! Speaking it's of like which, so South Park. Park. Oh, you're talking about president. You're talking about president. Dude, no, no. So, like, as one of our going away gifts, the um, so you know how Iraq's got like one of the best world soccer teams, right? I did not know that. Of course, that, so of their, course. Their, their soccer team is they fantastic. Hide that. The news hides that. Well, yeah, because <laughs> media can't let anything nice, you know. <laughs> so their practice team for the national soccer team came down to our compound, and they made us play them. Oh shit! <laughs> and the fucking general for Southern Iraq was there to watch. Like they moved couches out of the fucking compound, Holy like onto shit. this field, yes. and set up tables and chairs, and like this whole. Honestly, it was like a uh, you know. Uh, Jim Mattis, the Secretary of Defense. Okay, yeah, it was yeah. like if the Secretary of Defense came to this soccer field and they just fucking set up for him. Played you guys, us guys, yeah, like our fucking just the army. army. Like so the we had a couple guys from uh, England. <laughs> it, was, it was essentially freaking you know middle schoolers versus you know Bench David Beckham students like, versus the faculty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got it was like ten one at halftime. They scored and, though. Fuck uh, yeah. 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 Well, I mean we had let him. Well, no, we picked up guys. And we like we moved them out of the way, <laughs> and, then we, and they didn't like that too much. So we had to keep playing regular. But that's, a yellow, that's a yellow card right there. <laughs> See, and like, and we thought about that too. Like, the, what, what can they do? Find it, but like, do they have guns? So we had to like play this that's smart, true. and like we were trying to be nice. But now it was just, it was like dumb shit like that. We never would have found, you know, had fun with, met the guy, and you know. But yeah, wow. I mean, fat glass was a good time. Thought you were gonna say he's a good guy. He's a real, a real nice guy. He really. always walked around in a jumpsuit, like a mechanic's jumpsuit, <laughs> and a cup with an electric fucking rubber suit so he couldn't get taken. Try me now, motherfucker. <laughs> and, oh my god! And like, we, dude, like the best part is like we had videos, and like he would he would like grab the taser from the wrong end every time, like, <laughs> taser <like>, himself, <laughs> and he never would understand like what it was. He would he would watch. He would come in, and he had like a cell phone. This was like what oh nine when like cell phones were big. I would get you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I would get you this time. <laughs> nah, man, he he did some. He was oh he was a fucking piece. And we had NBC News come and do a story on us like uh night about back <laughs> <laughs> no it, it wasn't war crimes the US Army is caught on cell phone video <laughs> someone named Lieutenant Fagowski <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure if that's his real name <laughs> he's, he's holding the microphone upside down army pictures and the fucking fisherman jumps they were in. trying to like take camera with it, and he was like trying to like step in front of the camera like show them porn on his phone of the like <laughs> <laughs> That's a real patriot. So this dude who's like been in Iraq for like two months, like reporting the war with a cameraman for fucking Brian, Bo uh, you know, Bri what's his name? Brian uh, Williams. Brian Williams. Brian yeah, freaking shooting the news right for this guy. Right before he got shot out of that helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the super helicopter. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he's like trying to shoot, and, we're, and like my lieutenant's like trying to have like an actual like conversation, like talking about the war, like all these things. Like you, hey, hey, news, news, fuck. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like trying to like put the like thing, like he's giving a fucking one-on-one -on -one interview and like here comes Faglowski with the 
<laughs> it's like, you, you, you news fuck. And, it's just, and he's just like trying to show the video. And I'm like, this son of a bitch. And, uh, and then, yeah, and that's, and then he got transferred. So that, <laughs> that, <laughs> <laughs> put in the like, witness protection. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't. They there. call me Faglo. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, called he, me Faglibowitz. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just in a New York deli every morning. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you go. You go up to like the Bronx. There'd be some dude cutting your meat. Like, no, 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 Faglibowitz. <laughs> You motherfuck you. <laughs> you know, because he's holding the knife backwards. In fact, Lee was this is the third knife cut this month. Like, you really got to. Yeah, you motherfuck why? Fuck you. This workers comp isn't going to cover all of these. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was. Uh, but I mean, like, we also found like the number four HVT in South Iraq. What's HVT? High value target. So Ooh, like um, Al Qaeda and. Um, what was the other one back in the day? Taliban, like yeah, they had, they had, it was hierarchy. Dude, I forgot about the Taliban. <laughs> Taliban yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were they were super big in Afghanistan. Like my buddies yeah, got yeah. fucked up by those. Well, dudes. that was that was Bin Laden. Bin Laden was yeah. Taliban, uh-huh. and then yeah. like AQI Al-Qaeda was yeah, kind of like Iraq. Well, that's yeah. actually how part of ISIS. AQI is is the is the groundwork of ISIS back in the day. So ISIS, what, when you were there in 2011, was ISIS not a thing? No, no, no. Al Qaeda in Iraq, AQI was the was the big one. That's for sure. And so they're just like. I, I, they're just we call them terrorist organizations, I guess. But in reality, that's just like a, a group of people vying for power in the region. They're just trying to establish control. It's the, sort of like yeah, those dudes like who took over that farm in uh, Montana, right? Uh, kind, yeah, but yeah. just well, a lot bigger yeah. and more successful. Yeah, yeah. and not white trash. A lot more guns. <laughs> a lot more guns. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. Uh, ISIS is funded by uh, UAE, Kuwait, and Saudi Arabia's oil. And yeah. that's how they get a large Holy majority shit. of their backing. And Bill and I actually had this really cool theory that because of global warming and climate change in the region, a lot of the farmers aren't able to actually farm because everything is so dry and hot and just diluted that they turn to terrorism because these dudes can make you know a grand a day saying, hey, you know, the Americans are here, the Romanians are here, or hey, five grand to put this backpack in this cafe and walk out. Or die God. with it, whatever. But I mean, like, it's good money. Or die. Yeah, we'll know. still pay you. We'll yeah. Still pay you. But, well, the, the money will go to their family. So oh, I mean, true, like, yeah, true. So I mean, Jesus so, I mean, Christ, dude. Like, figure like you got six grand, you die, but you're like your family's mortgage is taken care of for a couple yeah. months. Like six yeah. grand American over there. Yeah. It's like that shit in like uh, the f- fucking Pablo Escobar show on Netflix. Narcos, like, yeah, 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 yeah. dude. Like that shit happens all the time on that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, but I mean, I I think it's I mean it's it's a smart theory that he had. So I mean, I I I kind of rolled with it for a little bit. But I, I read a book on ISIS. Uh, uh, not too long ago, and it broke it down. It was very simple, which was you know nice, and because I was there. But yeah, man, they like AQI, like those dudes fuck shit up. Like we found one of their caches, which is like a weapons ammo dump, and like it had it filled up two football fields to give you an idea of how much Jeez, shit we found. Jesus oh my god! So we found uh, it's called Katushka rockets. They're 13 feet long. They're about a foot and a half in diameter. And they've got a range of about 450 miles, I think. Holy shit. And they can take out like a seven, eight story apartment building. Jesus just one. Christ. I found 16 of those. And we found. Did not figure out how to use them yet or what? Well, they <laughs> use like. They, they're holding they, it backwards. <laughs> just in there hammering on. Fuck this beast. Well, they, just like anybody, like you, that you hoard shit for like a major attack. Yeah, or but we hoard like, like dolls. 
Yeah, like, uh, yeah exactly. Or Beanie Baby or, like or something. Cans yeah. of food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like you know, for then they have cans out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. Get some more cans. They got a shit ton in the of Middle mud East. and mud everywhere. But <laughs> oh man. But yeah, man, it, it was it was fucking like we took a bunch of fun photos with it. Like I have one that's on like the cover of my book, and it's uh it's me holding a, a juice. You got box. a book too? Yeah, it's on Amazon. Oh what my the fuck! Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! How old are you? Twenty nine. What? God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Jesus fucking. Yeah, Christ. I just turned twenty nine a couple months ago. So yeah. Congrats on everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it, dude, it's not fucking easy. Like I mean, I know I got, it's not. Yeah, I've yeah. got a fantastic criminal record. I mean, like I was. I, I couldn't I, get I, in I, the air force. I lost my security clearance. You know, not oh, too long shit. ago. I've got a DUI. Like I mean, I'm not fucking perfect by any means, but you know Drifting that makes under the influence. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> but like that's had to make me work twice as hard because I can't like I got approached by Macy's corporate to to work for their loss prevention, but I, because of my clearance, I I, I got in with Department of Home Security, but because of my clearance, I, I lost the offer. So I mean, like I've had the opportunities out there to be a nice mm. nine to five to make nice six figures. That's not and fun. Chill. Not fun. It, there was well, there's no creative uh-huh. in there. Like there's nothing uh-huh. fun there for me. But I mean, I would love it some days. To just chill and show up at a government office and wear a polo and, and just know everything is going gravy. Done. Yep. Yeah. You know, Facebook half the day, maybe do one thing of work and then story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> but and I don't even hate people that do that. Like y'all are in the system, enjoy it. Yeah. But at the same time, like I do this because I have to. Because the only other option is, you know, trying to suck off unemployment or like something dumb like that, or fuck around and like not do cool shit. Yeah. yeah, and you know I'm I'm only fucking young once, man. And I mean I've done enough, had enough close calls with death, and like I've I've, I've broke my head open on a motorcycle accident, like all this wow. rash. Dang. I lost all the skin on this palm. Wow. Um, I was in a bike club for four years in Texas. Um, so I mean like I, I've done some shit already. <laughs> and the problem is like when I tell people I'm 29, like oh this motherfucker doesn't know shit about shit and you know stuff like that. But I mean like I talk about you know my life and my experiences and shit like that. I mean. It's just like, well, no, no, fuck you, and, and yeah, just, yeah, you know, suck my dick, and you know, well, you're me. officially the manliest person we ever had on this podcast. Yeah, for oh, sure, yeah. like I absolutely, that. No, that means a lot. <laughs> From three other men, like that's yeah. that's, 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 that's humble. And we've mainly only had men on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can I plug my book? Real yeah, quick? Okay, cool. so it's called The Undisciplined Cowboys. It's on uh, Amazon.com. Uh, it's only I think five bucks. And it's like 300, 400 pages. What's it about? Um, it's a, no bullshit, it's a day-by-day journal entry narrative from the first day I, I got in Iraq to the last day, I, to the day I left. So it's like Dang. journal entry style from like shit that was going down there. I did flashback stuff when I was in college and how it related. Um, I mean, I, I was engaged on deployment. I broke up during deployment. I broke up with a girl before I got there. Oh. I, I mean, like we lost a dude. Um, I mean, like the cachet shit, like all this fucking crazy shit that's going on was over there. Damn. But the nice thing is, is I talk about every single person in my platoon, but I gave everybody a code name to protect the innocent. So, because some shit went down in that book, <laughs> and I'll tell you right now, some people still got clearances, thankfully, because I, their name ain't mentioned oh, in that book. Damn. So, but is yeah. that what is that what clipped you the book? No, I I got arrested uh, for some shit, and uh, it didn't end up favorably for me, unfortunately, and uh, and yeah, so I wasn't able to keep my clearance. But hey, you know, like I said, man, it's part of life. It happens. Yeah, man. Shit happens. So yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. regret it. Keep You're still living a kick-ass life. I like to think it so. is. Yeah, I mean, I I went from a fucking seven hundred square foot apartment. Three years ago to where I'm at now, so I'm pretty happy. Fuck so, yeah, hell yeah. But uh, but yeah, that well, was. What's the, sta- what's the status over there right now? Like, when you left, were we like, was it 
Were we close to winning? Or? There was, man, there was no winning. Anybody that says we were trying to win some shit was fucking lying to you. Like, we were just there to make sure they didn't get fucking worse. Because their shit was fucked while we were there. And, I mean, it was less fucked when we left. But the problem is, is there was no plan in place to, like, you know, do sustain, like sus- sustainable ops. So we left a contingent over there, and they were there mainly for security purposes, the embassy and, like, all that kind of stuff. But there was no like 10 year plan for Iraq because there was really no reason for us to be there outside of 9-11 and all the other bullshit that was going yeah. on. Yeah. Well, that's the, what's interesting is what, what what was the interest in that region? Because there's plenty of regions that are being overtaken by warlords and terrorism and shit like that. But I'm assuming a lot of people would, would venture to say that it's probably it had the, it was so close at hand with our oil reserves and shit like that. that I, w- I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, like I said, I, I was a fucking private when I when I went over there the first time and I made, you know, sergeant at, at the end. But I mean, it was, it, to us, we were, we just had our mission and we focused on that. I mean, the officers and the, and the, com- the command, you know, cells in that region probably had a better understanding of our true meaning to be there. Um, we just knew that you don't go into Iran, you don't go into Syria, and you just fucking you know mind your business, and that was really our main thing as as soldiers. Syria now they that we're not, we're in Syria now, right? What well, we are now, right? There's a contingent in Syria, yeah. yes, yeah. So I mean, but that's like legit like war crimes on civilians that they were doing, I yeah, mean, mustard yeah. gas, and I think there was a couple other chemical shit, and that's just that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, also like half of Syria was taken over by ISIS. Absolutely, yeah. yeah no, I mean Syria is or ISIS is a huge contingent in Syria. Yeah. Um, much you know, a lot less in Iran, which people thought Iran was like the big, especially with the nuclear deal, and, like all this shit. But yeah. I mean, they're way less you know involved than people. Which crazy to think about is like when you're telling me about like the farmers that you know can't make any money off of this that the other thing and so right. you know they get five grand to do this that like it's almost like in a weird way you kind of have like empathy for them because in a way they're just doing their job too exactly like, they might not necessarily have any like in the same way you were just doing yours you know right it's just kind of yeah dude you got your sign-on bonus you got you know yeah you know? and, and then we you know you have to rationalize some of that stuff but at the same time you know while you're over to do a job your job isn't to end someone's life. Your job yeah. is to keep the peace, you know, keep people safe. Their job truly is you need to kill Americans or you need to be able to, to help us kill Americans. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit different as far as where our respect ends with them. Yeah. I mean, we, I, we have an interpreter. I'm still friends with our interpreter from First Tour. The dude got an American visa. He's graduating Arizona State University Fuck next yeah. month. He's fucking, he's got a kid. He's got a wife. I mean, dude did some, and he was from Nazaria, the city to where we, we, we were fucking stationed. So, I mean, just that, that you can see the evolution of people that don't want to be in that region yeah. and what yeah, you can yeah. do. I mean, he was getting paid not great money to be a Terp, but amazing money for the a area. Terp. Right. Like yeah, interpreter. <laughs> terp. We had to call him a, a third country nationalist, TCNs. For a while, because Terp was too derogatory. Oh no! And Haji was definitely a no-no. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's definitely. But I don't know <laughs> why is out. Terp a bad <laughs> one. Because it, 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 the the problem is is the see the thing is everything was run for those guys by a civilian entity, a civilian government contractor. So they had PC and like all that kind of stuff was big. So making sure they kept a good relationship with these guys to keep them coming back, so they could keep getting the money for fucking uh, supplying the American government with these local nationals to be yeah. interpreters. So if they if these dudes felt like they were being shitted on, they wouldn't show up. Then the contractor wouldn't make buku bucks from the American government for being able to supply yeah. these terps. So. 
Some of them suck. Some of them, uh, two of them actually got fired because they were found trying to take pictures on the base. They were working for uh, AQI, Al Qaeda. Oh, shit. And uh, they were trying I thought to you were talking about like selfies or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it starts. Duck face, bitch. <laughs> but, but yeah, they, they, were, they were fucking, yeah, fucking dickholes. But uh, yeah, we got we got mortared a lot. Like I mean, they they, they okay. shot mortars like into the base. Like they'd like ride around like Toyota. What is a mortar? Trucks. Is that just like a little? I know it's a little missile. You, like drop it, drop it down in the tube. Yeah, flops out. exactly. Yeah. So what they would do is they would fucking take these old Toyota Tundras, you know, from like the nineties, <laughs> and they would fucking put a the mortar in the they back got of mad, them. Like um, my dad's car, it's like a two thousand two Toyota. Forerunner, or some yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. There's mad Toyotas over there, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like their supplier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they would put a mortar system, usually an 80 mil uh, system in the back, an 80 millimeter mortar system, which is you know 80 millimeters is what I don't fucking to inches, but almost four inches. So they would put those systems in the back, and the tubes are like three and a half feet long. And they would just drive close to post, bloop, 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 and then drive the fuck off. So they're like mobile mortar sites. But, I mean, we would catch them and then blow them the fuck up. But not <laughs> us, but, like, the American government would. And that's, Damn. Yeah, so, I mean, they, that, they weren't that fast. But, <laughs> but that's, like, how they would hit us. Because if you try to set up, like, a 777 or, like, some sort of, like, serious rocket or, or mortar establishment to be able to go into a post, it takes a little bit of establishment. And with all the surveillance and, like, all the command posts that were around the base, we would have seen that shit happening. Yeah. So also, if they're just it. driving around, I'm sure that's hard to, like, get a target while you're moving. Yeah. Right, right. And then usually they'd get cordoned off by what we call uh, uh, you know, the... The Redcon's forces, you know, they, they would go out and they'd be QRF, quick reactions. They would go out, find the guys, corner them, and then either detain them or eliminate them. Wow. So, yeah. So that was that was my life as a 20-year-old. Jesus, dude. Yeah, I turned 21 in Iraq. No drinking laws over there, I bet. Except right? for Super Bowl Sunday. They airlifted. Budweiser's donated, like, fucking planes of booze. And we had two beers on Super Bowl Sunday. They had it under lock and key, and you had to sign for it. Really? But yeah, we got two free beers on Super Bowl Sunday if you were of age. Oh, That's so you? Crazy. Oh, so wow. you couldn't drink while you were there? No, I turned August is my birthday, so I turned twenty one in August. The so Super Bowl was in February, and I was able to. That was my first drink. Well, no, my first drink was when I came back on R and R, but that was like, it was like fun to like actually drink in Iraq. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you had to make sure like you weren't on mission for like the next twelve hours and like all this shit just to make sure like you couldn't be under the influence with a gun, <laughs> all this crazy shit. But uh, <laughs> but no, that was it was just like little shit like that, like really because we we made our own beds, we made our own showers, we made our own dining hall, we made our own fucking shitters. Like I mean, we made everything out of wood and like metal and shit with the help of the Kentucky National Guard and just like Kentucky specifically. Yeah, the con- uh, I'm sorry, Tennessee National Guard was there. Oh, Tennessee. So yeah, yeah t- Tennessee National Guard was there, and their engineer unit was there. So they helped do electricity and laying floors and shit like that. And we used tents. So we lived in tents for like Why specifically one state? Was <laughs> yeah. Tennessee just like, fuck it, dude, we're going over there. We're helping them build. No, I mean, sure. there was multiple states over there. Just uh-huh. their engineer unit got assigned to us for, for building because yeah, like yeah. engineers do combat stuff or they do uh, res- you know commercial uh, construction operations so yeah they helped us do it which was fucking awesome you know shit turned out nice but it was like little comfort creature comforts like beer was like something we never would have thought we would ever had because i mean we made our own like phone booths to do like talking to our uh, family and we made our wow. internet cafe and like we had xboxes over there we stole a tv and internet <laughs> from the iraqis and like, it was <laughs> wonderful yeah. so nice but yeah, it was, it was sobering just like at the end of the day like you know all that shit but mm-hmm. i the the fucked up thing is like i didn't so I published the book like it was June. It was like early June 2014. And like two weeks later, I was on CNN and they wouldn't let me fucking plug it. But I didn't want to 
Because, like, I, I, was, I was 21 when I wrote this book. Like, I wasn't fucking, like, using, like, good shit. A whole lot of fucks mm-hmm. in that book. And there's a lot of sex, and there's a lot of just terrible, ridiculous situations. So, like... You banging like, a rock? A lot of sex just other chicks in the... No, 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 no. Like, just in the book is, like, so I, flashbacks, and then, like, t- and I spent when I was on R&R. Like, I talk about stories about when I was, you know, in the home for two weeks from Des Moines okay, and okay. went back. So, I mean, like, just random, ridiculous shit. And then Faglowski stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but, yeah. I mean, You've like, ever bang Fag? Glass. <laughs> no, that's I, a I, chapter and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, w- I didn't have the pleasure to, to fornicate with that glass. <laughs> Wait, so you were on CNN for what? They just brought you on as like a. We did an op-ed piece when ISIS got big uh, in 2014. They did a. They were like looking for two soldiers, one that was like against ISIS, or one that was against going back, and one that was for going back. And uh, I was the one that was against going back. Like so, personally or for uh, the military going back into Iraq to, to, to eliminate ISIS. Yeah. And so. what was your reasoning for that? Um, I mean, I figure we were there once and we did a job. And I mean, it was great to do that. But it, I didn't feel that going back would have the a desired effect that we were looking for. It's not like a one quick, you know, one month and we're eliminate everybody. And we roll out. I mean, we were there for what, six, seven years. And, you know, we only got so much done. So I, I really didn't think that there was enough long-term planning for us to really, you know. And what was the opposing view? We're, fuck, kill them all! And <laughs> really? And I thought he would be more of like a, a more centered kind of reason, just like, well, you know, you kind of got to contain them or else we're fucked or something like that. But so this guy, they just found like a fucking... I came <laughs> on. One of those guys. On good old boy. I had a, a button-up shirt. Like, I was like, look, and I shaved. Like, my hair was, you know, it was just decent. Because I was still in. Like, I was in reserve. So I still like looked the part. The dude they found a wife was a specialist in a hoodie with a big old beard. He Fuck looked yeah, like he got dude, pulled yeah. off the mountain and in, <laughs> into the fucking CNN studio. Do you think off the grid ever since? <laughs> do you think that part of that had to do with the? I mean, you said it was CNN. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. how every news organization is going to have their own kind of spin on shit. Do you think they purposefully found a guy with the view that they? Because I feel like CNN was probably siding with you in that, right? Yeah, they probably pushed that other guy. They hard. probably like let's find the most ridiculous. Ridiculous fucking uh-huh. example of the opposing uh-huh. view. Let's try to get this guy to say the N word. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were just trying to sell the story because I mean, like, exactly. I, I gave a very educated, direct, uh, you know, approach on the matter, and you know, you, you talked about the situation, gave examples, and it was a, a good piece. But at the same time, to counter that, if you really want to do op-ed, you have to... You have to find somebody else who brings exactly. something to the like table, right? Yang. And I wasn't mad about it. I was like, well, damn, this fucking hillbilly makes, makes me, me look, look like... yeah." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> way more casual. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn Joe Biden. like this. <laughs> But yeah, that was, a, that was a weird... But I was like, I was fucking hesitant because I was like, do I plug the book on CNN when I'm like trying to talk about... Like, it was, it was, it was, it was weird, but... Uh, but yeah, that was that was fucking creepy, dude. Like it was just that big. was back in 2011? 20, 2014. Oh June, wow, June twenty fourteen was when I was seeing that. And how'd you get that? Was that an agent thing? Like your agent was like they're looking for this guy. Chick found me on Facebook. Oh, Some, really? someone like messaged me because she saw because I did an interview for the same thing the day before for local news nine and uh, how'd that come about? Uh, same thing. Chick was she was the reporter was on Facebook looking for the dual personality thing, mm-hmm. and then she saw me, and then the girl. Uh, was a production assistant for the CNN, um, what was it, New- Newsbreak or something, Morning Joe? Or so. I, I, Morning I Joe is a thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, I, it's, on my, it's on my YouTube. Cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, so it, it, she was just like, yeah, hey, we saw you. Uh, would you be interested in coming to CNN tomorrow? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I got, I got no problem. Um, what time you need me there? I go, oh, no, no, no. We'll send you a car. What? what? And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> 
They did not send the other guy a car. Yeah. <laughs> you got to fucking walk, bitch. He rolls we, up in a yeah. Ford Bronco. Yeah, we don't have parking. We don't have parking. So, like, they send me this badass Lincoln, and it picks me up in Gaithersburg, and we go down to Southwest, and we go to, like, CNN Studios, and they put me up. I'm in the green room. It's me, the fucking Army veteran, this one chick who speaks, I'm pretty sure, three languages and owns, like, some nonprofit that works globally, and then some university professor double doctorate doing an, So it's, like, three different stories going on like we're all going in this room in a rotation but they're like talking about world news and like this one chick speaking I think Farsi or Arabic on the phone and she's white and like just fucking spitting off and this one dude's like reading like you know the business financials I'm just trying to see how many packs of nuts I can steal before they fucking <laughs> notice that like I'm abusing the green room privileges and, uh, and yeah that was like well this is okay this really fucking put me into perspective so yeah that was, that was fun but no nah, the, the book I like the book just because it's it's fucked up, but it's real. And I mean, it's it's just, I think that's what people need is the truth and the fucking first person point of perspective that not like is watered down or altered that some people think news is today or is. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm probably going to pick that up. That yeah. sounds fucking. Absolutely. My, my, policy like already is, hooked. my policy is if you read the whole book and you don't like it, I will buy you a beer. Because that's essentially you get the refund. Good you know? policy. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. You know? Are you on Audible or? No, I'm just. It's uh, it's just on Amazon.com. Okay. I probably could do my own because I mean I, I got the VO studio at home. Yeah, I, pr- yeah. I probably could voice read the book and put oh, yeah. it on Audible if Dude, I wanted. You should to. do a book on might tape because that might be another iron yeah. to put in that fire. Plus, know, books yeah. on tape. Hella money, dude. I heard hella podcasts money. are hella money. Like, what's what? the, what's the podcast? Dude, yeah, if like, you just yeah. want to start yeah. at page one right now, dude, we'll make this shit. <laughs> <Yeah. happen. laughs> like Andy Kaufman reading The Great Gatsby. Like, it's just like it's, this podcast turns into a six day podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Books on tape are way more convenient. Like for me, I I can't. I, I just don't have the time. I, I, first of all, I suck at reading, which is not like a great trait. I'm to with have. you on that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not how very good at dude, it. Dude, do books on tape, man. So I do books on dude, tape. That's what I'm saying. You got to yeah. do it. They're nah, the I'm, shit. You definitely gave me some new inspiration to, to really fucking jump on that. I appreciate that. Smart. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. If you record it here, dude, that'd be cool. <laughs> 100 bucks an hour. Recorded by. <laughs> plug, yeah, plug, 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 This sentence brought to you by Live from the Studio. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. But, yeah, it's a, it's a fucking life, man. Like, it's just, I don't know. I just, I see it as, like, people are like, you know, oh, you've done all this crazy shit. And I'm like, well... I don't really know what else I would have fucking done. Yeah, and yeah. also it's like, man, but my life's not over yet. Why are you talking to me like it's over? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's the short story. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good story. That's Dude, I got to read the full one. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of the book again? One the more time. Undisciplined Cowboys. Uh, it's a picture of me sipping a juice box, holding a mortar round as the cover. Fuck yeah. Fuck so. yeah. <laughs> cool. Dude, you got a podcast, Ben, that you produce, right? I do. Yeah, I heard you. What, what's it called? Finder? Laugh Finder. Because we're in the so, shirt right now. Yeah. Yeah. Very shirt convenient. On, yeah. Laugh Finder. That's yeah. with, uh, that's, you we probably know all those Tommy guys. Tommy Simbazo. Like, Tom, yeah, Brian, Brian Preston. Brian Preston. Jim Meyer. Jim Meyer. Yep. And Dorian or. Dorian Gray, yeah, yeah. and then we got the NPR guy Aaron Hankin. Oh, yeah. sweet! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, are you guys running? A, you guys are running a new game for the new season, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like it's the same game, but instead of being like old school, like Lord of the Rings style, it's in space. Oh, so that's more like fucking a, cool. yeah. Then so I got to jump on that podcast. What's, what's, what's yeah, up with that, what's up with that schedule? Want, you're gonna want yeah, contact uh, Jim Meyer. <laughs> 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 Just do the sound. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hey. Yeah, it's I fun did, though. I I did Laugh Finder pre you. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I have thought about asking to get you on, but then I remember... Get me on, dude. You've done gotta it. Gotta get me on again. Yeah, we got a good <laughs> amount of... Well, more than we had last time you were on. I was on, like, the third episode, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely a couple more listeners. I'm just going to toss this out there. I would absolutely love to come on. I've never been invited on anybody's podcast before. Still, dude, to this fucking I, day. I had to ask Eric to be on this podcast because I heard the episode where you were like, I've never been on any other podcast. I was like... I want to get on a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Eric, Eric Woodworth? No, Not Eric Lazy. Oh, There's only Eric. two Erics. There's only two yeah. Erics. <laughs> we have also had Eric Woodworth on our podcast. I, so. I love Eric. Uh, fucking boy. Yeah. I haven't met him. R.I.P. Coco Lane. That yeah. was, you know. True that. It's harsh because I mean, uh-huh. yeah, because then judges bench went down too. I just yeah. not about like that in the same too. manner, but you know. Mm-hmm. What are these podcasts as well? Open mics, open mics, yeah, yeah. but like oh. solid, City, both like, in elegant city. When it flooded, <laughs> yeah. yeah, And it's weird because they were both on the second. Well, judges bench is on the second floor, and then Coco Lane's on the second floor, but because like the base was done, they couldn't. They didn't want yeah. to open up the whole. Yeah. Thing. Well, Coco Lane, like. Uh, they had that like giant like rock wall open area in the back, so I'm sure water just flooded right down there. Yeah, or collapsed. Oh, probably. Yeah, that because yeah. like, that shit was just like hanging there. Dude, yeah. Well, like the road literally just like floated up. You saw the videos, off the yeah. Street. yeah. Oh, you mean yeah. literally yeah, really? flooded? Okay. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. That oh, yeah. Said, Did flooded, you see like, the videos of like the historic Ellicott City? People? Yeah. I, I now that you're saying it, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. I thought yeah. you guys were like, oh dude, it was flooded with like fucking <laughs> business pussy, pussy dude. Flooded with pussy. Wall to wall. <laughs> There's like, at least three chapters in this like, book. I was like, why did they stop? Why did they stop, dude? That sounds great. Let me tell you something about this mud den. Flooded with books. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. There was a fucking earthquake earlier. Did y'all hear Really? I got a text about Where? I was yeah. sleeping. I was Where? asleep. Dude, like, was up here. and down the East Coast. Like, my, yeah. my people in New York City talked about it. Yeah. They said I, it was like a 4.4 uh, epicenter was in Dover. Like yeah, yeah. Dover was the epicenter. Is that where the peak yeah. is, or is it like I have a hurricane where it's like the least? That I was where that's like that's it read the, the highest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dover. Fucking Dover is like. Couldn't have picked a better scene. Couldn't have picked a better scene. You just Dover. knocked that on him. Yeah. <laughs> milk that, that earthquake story had for class, a week. dude. <laughs> 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 this episode brought to you by Dover, Delaware. <laughs> Tax free. <laughs> <laughs> we only had enough money to say these words. Oh, nah, but dude, yeah, my boss was like within five minutes of it happening. My boss like asked me, he was like, "Hey, did you feel that?" And I'm like, took my headphones off. I was like, "No, nah, what? What happened?" <laughs> and he's like, "My wife just texted me. She felt it too. I thought it was just like next door, someone dropped like paper or something." <laughs> <laughs> what kind of paper? Did they they? Well, it's like it's a it's a printing company, uh, so they have like uh, big ass reams of paper, big old big old reams, baby. <laughs> you work you work for Dunder Mifflin? What's, what's yeah. that? Uh, I work in a, I work in like an old cotton. Factory. Yeah, right you know, he almost said cotton gin. <laughs> I did. Almost yeah. said cotton gin. I Eli Whitney I'm working on is his boss. Yeah. Factory. I live in a shoe and uh, various other fables. <laughs> My mother is a goose or something. I don't fucking know. Fell off a ledge or something. I don't know. By the way, if you know anybody that wants beans, I got <laughs> plenty uh, of beans. Trunk full of beans. <laughs> I got a bean <laughs> party in my trunk. <laughs> Make sure you got room to grow. <laughs> <laughs> Take Venmo and cows. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude! I didn't fucking. What time did this happen? What the earthquake today? Yeah, it was yeah. like, like four six o'clock. or something. Six nah, p.m. It was like four, yeah, was four or five like or something. That I didn't yeah, feel. Yeah. Okay, I was driving. That must have been what the traffic was about. I don't fucking know. It's <laughs> 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 all fucking traffic. And why well, is everyone had the brakes moving? <laughs> I don't understand this shit. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> oh fucking! You wouldn't believe the day I had. The day. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I spilled my road beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, I gotta quit drinking and driving. <laughs> my car's shaking. <laughs> like, I gotta get my, I gotta get this check. <laughs> like, you stop and walk your own line just to make sure everything yeah. is good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> get it together, Jimmy. God damn. <laughs> I can't wreck this Oldsmobile Aurora again. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude that, that's one of the pros of driving an Oldsmobile during an earthquake. No difference. No difference. No the shocks are warm. There are six of them left. Like he can't get parts to save his ass. God Every time it. Jimmy starts his car, like the like all the warnings pop up, and he just like clicks through them. I just assume when the earthquake happened, they all popped back up. Check like, what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I already did this, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Where's Arnstar when you need him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you have 34 warnings. <laughs> Go. Oh, God damn it. <sighs> oh, dude. What's, do you have any shit you want to like fucking plug or anything like that? Like, um, what's coming up next for you, dude? What's going on next? Oh, I well, if y'all want to check out the TV show Ritual on Amazon, uh, Amazon Video. I was just on that today. It came out, so check that out. Um, uh, fucking... Dick balls. What was that? <laughs> um, Pacavi. Uh, their watches are really cool. I did a documentary for them. Um, uh, if you check out their Kickstarter. I did a documentary for their new watch lines coming out. Um, and uh, and yeah, check out my documentary I shot over the summer. We did a, a rally from uh, D.C., New York, Montreal to Boston. Three day rally. Uh, stopped by cops. Detained by Canadian Customs. Uh, got a whole bunch of shit. Fucking. It was, it, was, it was wonderful. We had a three part documentary. It's called Pure Rally. East Coast Run 2017. Damn. But yeah, check that out. Three parter. It's 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 phenomenal. Fuck yeah, but Ben. You gotta. I'm sorry we didn't really far. talk much. Uh, well, to I wasn't you. even. Yeah, I really bogarted the no, mic. No, no, well, I wasn't even really talk. supposed yeah. to be here. If you think about it, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you hit me up to be an mm. audience member. So. It's more of a begging you situation. Should be honored. That yeah, you have a I mic. just <laughs> happy to be here. Ben <laughs> on the couch. Yeah, check out um check out Laughfinder. Yeah, Laughfinderpod.com. We're also anywhere you can find podcasts. You guys on Laughable? Yeah, you know. Actually, when you look up Laughfinder. The only other podcast that shows up, live from the studio. Oh, wow. shit. Don't know why. <laughs> Tommy's on. All Tommy these ill podcasts have been on lock. Also, watch Discovery Channel. Discovery Channel. Watch Discovery and TLC, people. Yeah. Watch it up. We won't elaborate, but yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna pay my bills. That's check what it out. we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, check out Laughable. It's on iOS right now. It's a podcasting app. It indexes uh, all the, all the podcasts you love and 
breaks it down by comedians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, Ben's on this podcast today. Are you on Laughable? Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, <laughs> well if you go to Live from the Studio on Laughable and you click on my name, you'll see that I'm on a Laugh Finder episode. That is true. So and you see that, that I'm true. not. So, yeah, but, uh, so maybe yeah. one day. <laughs> maybe one day. <laughs> this is my audition, right? <laughs> they sent me here. <laughs> like, check this guy out. Yeah. Ben, the recall. casting director. <laughs> <laughs> Come to my couch. Complete <laughs> <laughs> re- reverse situation. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on the couch so he thinks he's in power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad you set up your own cameras. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. At LFTS Podcast, all across the board. Uh, we'll See you guys next week. Yeah, man. Until next week. Woo woo. Oh my fucking god, dude, dude, hold up, do it, dude. I was, I was gonna, I was like, before this song came on, I was like, you know what I really want to do? I want to YouTube the instrumental of Sleigh Ride because that's my favorite Christmas song. And then Pandora literally just fucking auto skipped this skips, shit. I dude. swear to fucking God, it was weird as shit, dude. All right, NSA, <laughs> chill out, all right? <laughs> <laughs> they heard Faglowski like, oh, they're talking about it. We got to listen in. <laughs> Hit him with Slay Rock. <laughs> <laughs> we know what they want. Oh. All right, dude. That was wild. That was fucking wild.